If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining my S2S radio. My name is Shannon Posh Anderson, and I am your host. I am a published author, best-selling author, coach, and inspirational motivator. Yes, I do so many things, but like I said, I'm so passionate about them all. So today, I have a wonderful guest. Her name her name is Angelic Stark Hills, and I'll be bringing her in shortly, and she is another one of my authors from our book, Broken But Not Forgotten, that is coming out very soon, and it will be a available on Amazon and all platforms. So I would like to introduce to you Angelic Stark Hills. Hey, Angelic. Hi, how's everyone doing? (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to jump right on in. Um, This is actually a redo. We've already done this interview, but I was having some technical difficulties. So I said, you know what, I'm going to redo it. So um, but I thank you so much for joining my SOS radio. You know, here at my SOS, we love to hear stories to success. We love to hear struggles to success, whatever you like to call it, you know. So please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are, Angelic. You guys, I want to officially introduce myself. My name is Angelic Starkills, your advisor of choice and your coach of life. I am a single mom, I am a co-author, I am a certified transitional life coach, and a multi-entrepreneur. Yes, honey. So, <laughs> so I know that you are heavy into the life coaching, and so tell us a little bit about your life coaching and a little bit about how you got there. transitional life coaching and I focus on uh, very traumatic experiences in your life where it's anything from death to uh, maybe sexual preference change to uh, transitioning from being single to being in a marriage and also from like having no kids to having a baby very very um from I, I don't want to call them traumatic, but very, very significant transitions in your life. Right. Okay. So you touch on many different transitions in people's lives. So yeah. let's go to your book chapter and um, give us a breakdown of the title and why you named it that. So the title of my chapter in the book is called Freedom to Rise. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I called it that is because uh, throughout my experiences in life, I went through a lot of different traumatic transitions in my life that most people probably would have looked at and took it as things that's going to hinder them 
and they want they they look at it as their back is against the wall. I can't get through this. I need help. I I don't see the light on the other side of the tunnel. And freedom to rise is stating that hey, the light is within you. Like everything that happens in your life, your circumstances does not determine who you are. It's about what you believe who you are, and that freedom comes from within. And it's and it's you can't buy it. You know, it's not it's not up on the shelf. It's something that you literally have to dig deep down inside and get. So just allowing people to be open enough to see that they too can be free enough to be whatever they want to be in life and i'm so glad that you touched on that because like you said freedom is within like we're already free but we go through traumatic experiences we have struggles in life we go through things and then we start you know getting entrapped into these cages because when you think about a baby babies are free like they jump they play they walk they run they do things without thinking about it you know and then it's not until we get burned or until we get hurt or something that we're like oh maybe i shouldn't do that you know but when you think about a newborn baby they are free and you can learn so much from a newborn baby so that's what you know, I like to touch on too is that the freedom is already within us. We're already born free. It's just that our circumstances, you know, places us in these chains and these bonds. So I that's why I, I'm so so big on pushing people past the chains and the bonds. So we're gonna dig a little bit into your book chapter as well. And I know there were several things that happened in your life. So what would you say? And I and I like to touch on the the part where you were the first one in your family to go to college. You were the first one in your family to break a lot of the generational curses and chains. You were the one who, you know, you were considered the ambitious child, the different child, the unique child from all of your other brothers and siblings. So talk to us a little bit about how you grew up and, you know, your uniqueness and how that brought you to where you are now. Well, I grew up very poor. Um, we didn't have much. We went from house to house, uh, project to project, hood to hood, um, and sometimes not having a place to stay at all. Right. Uh, throughout that circumstance, throughout the things that we went through, I, I was always in positions where I was either protected by my brothers or sisters um, or comments were made that made me feel and made me very aware that I was different, even though I didn't know what different was or mm-hmm. um, <laughs> exactly if it was a good or a bad thing, right? Just right. knowing that I didn't belong in the circumstances or the environment that I was in at a very, very young age. I, I, I think I started to recognize that I was definitely different from my siblings and my surroundings when I was probably about six years old. Mm-hmm. So talk um, to me um, a little bit or tell the audience a little bit about, um, like I said, because you were the first one to go to college. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> that is amazing. Like the first yeah. one in your entire family to go to college. But tell me about the journey because you weren't even supported in that. I mean, you would think that your brothers and siblings or your family would have come and paraded behind you, but that didn't happen at all. Did it? 
that happened, the journey for me going to college was definitely not one that was encouraged. We we grew up in an environment where college wasn't talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so people didn't all you t- all you talk about is barely trying to make it out of high school. Um, we had a lot of dropouts, and all people did was work and honestly live off the system because we knew nothing else. So right. when I me what. And, and a part of the book, I'm going to talk about how Georgia changed my life. Because what happened was I moved from one environment to the other. And in an environment that I moved to, especially the high school, they started to talk about college. Okay. And, yeah, they opened it up to me. And at that time, my brothers and sisters, nobody had never went to college. And nobody even talked about it in my family, except for me. I was the only one that kind of, and they honestly expected me to actually be the one to go and do it because I was so um, vocal about it. Once I got there and I got accepted into college, that was a big deal. Everybody was proud. Everybody, I, they had bragging rights in my family because of the environment that we came from. It's like, my sister, one, she in college, she doing it, you know, like that. But I I still don't feel like they knew the significance of me breaking that generational curse. So I pretty much, when I was in college, nobody came to visit me. Um, None of my siblings, except for one. Uh, And that was because my mom came one time, and I had been in college three years before they even showed up. And then through my graduation none of my family showed up and even though I gave them months in advance and told them how important it was to me it they didn't see the significance of it at the time and so no one came so talk to me a little bit about where you are right now as far as your family so is it still the same scenario are you guys you know on a better path or like Talk to me a little bit about where you guys are now. Where we are now with my family, the dynamic of my family is very sensitive, uh, a sensitive topic to talk about. And the, the thing about it is now that we're all old, older, we have our own families. Mm-hmm. So those families have become their families. So our relationship is not bonded. Uh, we're not as close, and I would say me, not them. I'm not as close with most of my siblings as I was growing up because we had to, due to circumstances and struggle, we bonded together. Mm. Uh, Now I'm definitely still on the outside, Uh, still that sheep in the family, and definitely still view things differently from my other siblings uh, for the most part and I'm just not close with them so can you give a word of encouragement or advice for those who are struggling with being maybe the black sheep of the family or struggling to follow their own path while having so many naysayers or maybe not even having the influence or someone to you know inspire them or to keep motivating them and sometimes you just got to be your own motivator right yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. I I struggled with that for years. Like, I just want my family to be there. But it's something inside of you. When you have a gift and you have a purpose in life and you're supposed to go in another direction, 
God is always there living inside of you and he'll never fail you. So you're never alone. And this role, when they say, oh, it's a, you're, you know, it's a lonely role, they, they, it, it's sad to be sad in a sense that leaders or people who are innovators or breakthroughs mm-hmm. usually walk a lonely path mm-hmm. in a sense because they are leaders and they're leading mm-hmm. so they usually don't have anyone to kind of grasp onto and for me it actually has made me stronger and allowed me to be able to resolve a lot more issues and see the world a different way from the outside looking in versus being on the inside looking out because sometimes support uh and depending on what type of support it is will enable you right And, you know, that's the thing about being a leader. You know, it can be lonely. Um, Sometimes you will walk the path alone, but that, but that's the time when you are supposed to hone in and build your relationship with God. And I think a lot of people miss that mark. And so some people turn to drugs, some people turn to partying, some people turn to other things to try to fill that void. So I just want to be a voice of encouragement to tell you that God is the void at that time, you know, And I think it was T.D. Jakes who said that first you will walk amongst the people and then God will separate you from those people. And then you'll walk in front of those people. But you're going to turn around and bring those people out, you know. So I thought that that was that was one of my favorite, favorite sermons by T.D. Jakes because. I mean, and he even demonstrated it. Like he walked through the crowd and everything and it was a big demonstration, but it spoke to me because I was like, wow, first, you know, you're going to be amongst the people. You're going to know the struggles. You're going to know the hardships and all that. And then God is going to take you and separate you and bring you to the front only to turn around and bring back the the same people who you were once struggling with and things like that, because you have to know their struggle in order to deliver them. <laughs> you have to you know their pain. Yes. yes. Yeah. Now this is TDJ's. This ain't my sermon. I can't even take credit. But better say that. Okay, but when he said it, it spoke so much volume and I was like, oh my God. And it it brought me to, you know, Joseph and it brought me to Moses, you know. And so because you can't rescue a people that you don't know. You can't help solve a problem in a people that you're not familiar with and those people are not going to identify with you. Right. No, that is very true. Right. And, um, oh, I 100% agree with you. And I wanted to add on to that and say, God will definitely bring those in your circle, the mm-hmm. support that you need, mm-hmm. um, along the way, the, the mentors that you need and just be very, uh, close with God and also know that, hey, God, I am asking you to bring me the right guidance, to bring me the right mentorships, leaders, uh, the right godly people around me that are going to help me get to that level to where I can help follow in your path and in your purpose and save lives. Exactly. Because sometimes we just forget to pray for those things when we're in the midst of all of that mm-hmm. and we are walking alone, but never, ever, ever forget to ask God for what you really need to help you uh, get to that next level so that you can actually help others too. 
Exactly. So just know that separation is part of elevation. I even did a podcast on that. So if you guys are listening, definitely go back and check that podcast out. Um, And I talk about my separation process, which was about two and a half years, you know, like just straight up going to church, being with God, really no friends, not a lot of hanging out, just being in the word. But that's what was able to bring me to where I am now and um, to be able to help others. So just know that the separation is just you spending time with God and God giving you the space so that you can only hear his voice. So, so I thank you so much, Angelic, for joining us. Please tell us how we can follow up with you. I appreciate it. And you guys can follow me at Let's Talk Life Coaching on Instagram, Let's Talk Life Coaching on Facebook, www.letstalklifecoaching.com, and Let's Talk Life Coaching at gmail.com. And I will definitely be elated to hear from you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's Let's L E T S talk life coaching and on all social media platforms as well as at gmail.com so i thank you so much angelic thank you sis peace and blessings to you we appreciate everything that you're doing oh thank you so this wraps up our show today thank you so much for joining into my s2s radio And if you are looking to write and publish your own book, please go to writeandpublishacademy.com. That's writeandpublishacademy.com. Please follow me at I am Shannon Anderson on all social media platforms. And you know to follow my S2S radio. So that has been our show for today. And I thank you guys so much for listening. Peace and blessings. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.